0: Hey, it's America's Supermom. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. This series is the Corona Chronicles. I created this so that we would have an outlet of positivity in the midst of a lot of negativity. You know what I'm talking about. All the news, the fear around this virus, um, how it can affect us, um, what the new normal is looking like, and how so many things have changed that a lot of people feel like um, it is the end of the world, so to speak. So this podcast was created so that those of us who have hope, who are willing to move forward with this new normal and uh, innovate new things that will help us to be creative and positive positive. That is what this platform is for, for us to come together and share that positivity and that light with those who may need it. So if you're interested in sharing your insight, please reach out because we can never have enough positive news. So sit back and enjoy the show. I am so
1: excited about my next guest. We met uh, a year ago um, through LinkedIn. And at the time uh you know little roughly about a year ago, she had like sixty thousand connections on linkedin and now uh to date, I believe it's like eighty five thousand uh so I'm excited to have dr Nat here she's the LinkedIn unicorn she was one of the first pioneers to do the LinkedIn live, which was how we connected and um just to see her grow, she's now an author she has written about branding. She is just the person to know and the person to follow. So I consider it a great honor to have her join me again for another collaboration. And uh, at this time, I'm gonna give Dr. Nat the opportunity to introduce herself and then we'll get into the interview.
2: First of all, I wanna thank you from the deepest corner of my heart, Lachelle. Thank Mm -hmm. you for for your continuous support, for your humor, for your messages, for your gift of connecting people, for your positivity and for everything else that you share with the world. I find you so incredibly powerful and inspiring and I am super honored to be here as well. So thank you.
1: You are so welcome.
2: Cool. So, who am I and what do I do? I think the best way to describe myself is with being a flawsome human being. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? It took me quite a few years, I think around 29, to understand that I am full of mistakes and full of problems. And I'm not the only one. We all are. But -hmm. you know what? I still like myself and I accept myself. And here comes the crazy part. I learned to love myself. So Flawsome, basically for me, that word describes it all. And I know that for some people, that's just a little bit too abstract. So if you're not satisfied with the term Flawsome human being, (laughs) let me explain that from another angle. I am a personal branding strategist A LinkedIn unicorn, as Lachelle already mentioned, a keynote speaker, best-selling author, LinkedIn learning author. And I am obsessed with helping people who are experts in a specific field. I love helping them to shine brighter, to fly higher, to build a thought leadership personal brand and use LinkedIn as their core marketing and lead gen platform platform to do more good for society, Mm. and to get the money that they deserve and can have.
1: I love that. And uh, you have just been doing awesome with that. So, you know, just a little background. So you started off with the LinkedIn. I mean, I'm sure there was a handful of other people. And um, I was so excited because you did a LinkedIn Live. I was able to witness it. And that was how I got you on my first Facebook Uh, live interview because I just went for it, you know, on Mm. the LinkedIn live. So um, talk to us about how we can just jump out there and take those risks, you know, for moving our business forward. What what is some advice that you would give to people that are kind of on the fence about that?
2: I think what you mentioned is the first important point, allow yourself to succeed I Mm -hmm. think a lot of us, we have been raised in a specific way and we have been educated in a specific way and we have been socialized in a specific way and no parent is perfect and no system is perfect and no religion and no education and no neighbor and no friend. So Mm -hmm. instead of of blaming others or blaming the system Mm -hmm. for becoming the person that you are Mm -hmm. and instead of telling yourself the story why you're not successful and why you aren't rich and why you aren't wealthy and why you aren't healthy and why you don't have it all or why you don't have a successful life, do it the other way around. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of people tell themselves throughout their whole life, how terrible they are and how much they don't deserve to be something or to have something. And at a certain stage, you know, when you hear it often enough, of course you believe it, but you know what? The other way round, it also works. So start telling yourself that you can have it, can be it, that you are a great networker, that you can help other people, that you're here to connect other individuals, that you're here to inform, to entertain, to empower, to inspire, to make people laugh. And yes, at the beginning, with all my respect, you're going to suck. We all suck at the beginning. That's part of growth and of learning and of life. But you can... If you can overcome that fear, that discomfort and give yourself the, the yeah, permission or the okay to not be perfect, to fail and then try mm-hmm. again and go out there and, and learn in the process, that is that will change everything.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, you know we're back to the term that you mentioned with flossom, because mm. uh, many of us we, allow what we think are the imperfections to stop us from moving forward. So for you to be able to make that reframe and just embrace the flaws, what advice would you give somebody who's in that space? You know, it's like, um, I don't have this, I don't have that, or you know, whatever the dialogue may be in your head, how do you get to where you can be flawsome?
2: (sighs) You know what usually the way how we think is very very rational so once you see something on paper and Mm -hmm. once there is a stamp or a big logo of a specific company on it we tend to believe it more so why don't you invest in a strength test into a personality test or whatever from an mm-hmm. institute that does nothing else but exactly that for maybe even hundreds of years. And mm. you you invest, I don't know, 20 bucks or something and 45 minutes of your life into a strength test or however you want to call it. And then you will get on paper what you are mm. good at. And I believe that everybody is good at something. But that mm-hmm. something is not one thing, I think it is a set of skills, three, four, Mm. five skills. And once you are aware of these things, if you then focus on becoming better and sharpening and mastering these skills, instead of focusing on what you're bad at, Mm. see how your life and how your career and how your relationships and how your energy and how your relationship to basically everything in life will become better. I know it sounds too simple or too easy to be true, <laughs> but I've been through that. And this is what I tell all of my friends and it works. So please invest these 20 bucks or something in 45 mm-hmm. minutes of your life. See mm-hmm. it on paper, read it every day, and then take mm-hmm. action based on that. And again, enjoy.
1: I love that. And um, just some practical stuff that you can do. You know, a lot of people want all this magical answer you know so that is so good to even uh just begin that journey in that process mm-hmm. so talk to us about linkedin video you know so for somebody who is wanting to expand their brand mm-hmm. to get more um exposure out there on linkedin what are some tips to the right kind of videos in order to propel your brand forward
2: So first of all, you don't need to start with live for the case
1: that you have access
2: to LinkedIn Live because I think that any kind of live version is like literally the emperor version of video. So Mm -hmm. don't overwhelm yourself. Start with a pre-recorded video. And when you do that, and especially when you're a little bit afraid in the beginning, we all were, and in the beginning, we all will be. So don't expect to produce the next Hollywood blockbuster it mm-hmm. will not be as amazing as something that you see on a movie screen. And most probably, it will also not be as amazing as a video that you see from people like Gary Vaynerchuk or Tony Robbins, because mm-hmm. these gentlemen are, I think, in their 40s and 50s. So mm-hmm. um, the majority of clients that I work with are in their mid late 30s. So don't mm-hmm. expect, don't compare yourself with the wrong people. See them as a northern mm-hmm. star, as a source of inspiration. But don't compare yourself, because that will create a lot of frustration and pain in you. Cool. Once we know all of that, you also don't need to invest in the most expensive and most sophisticated software and tools. You don't. Mm. Start with the recording videos, literally with your smartphone. So if you still have like a Nokia 3310 from, I don't know, the 1990s, uh, most probably you need a new smartphone. But... (laughs) If you have any smartphone that can record videos, this is enough. You Mm -hmm. buy yourself a tripod that you can literally mount that phone into, which is, Mm -hmm. again, 15, 20 bucks. And then you, you start sharing something that you would like to share with your audience. And that first video, you know how long it could be? 30 seconds and you know what if that's too long for you make it 15 seconds I don't care Mm -hmm. and you literally hit the record button you share that message or story then you give a call to action like what do you think I look forward to hearing from you or did you experience the same and you know if you liked it fantastic if you didn't like it delete it and record it again and in the beginning You will need a few extra takes. I think I needed approximately 70 takes of my first videos, but it felt more like 1,789. True story. And every big content creator has exactly that same challenge. So once again, it's normal to suck. So once you have that first video and you say, cool, it's nice. You can cut the beginning and end also within your smartphone, or you get a free app like, InShot or video show pro, and then you upload it on LinkedIn, and guess what will happen? You will not die. Mm
1: -hmm. I love (laughs) that. That's it. (laughs) I love that. So for somebody who was thinking, okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna take that plunge. What type of content should they do? Is it more how to, uh, informational? you know, what was it, what would it be that you would suggest?
2: I believe in a content strategy that solves the problems of your target audience. So you Mm -hmm. need to understand whom you're, who you're serving, who Mm -hmm. is that customer avatar or the target group? I mean, are these men or women or Mm -hmm. are these people in their thirties or fifties in which country or city do they live in? What are their hobbies? Uh, What is their problem? Because every job solves a problem. And Mm. you then need to share something that is perceived as valuable for them. And there are two ways how you can do that. Either by entertaining them, so you find your way of entertaining, or by informing them, so you find your way of teaching. And there's no right or wrong. I mean, you can even, you know, go for a mix, which I call edutainment. That's also totally fine. But think out of the perspective of your target audience. What is it that they need to know? What are they frustrated by? What is it that you can do to make them think, to make them laugh, to feel beautiful, to feel heard, to feel seen, to feel empowered, to feel inspired, to feel motivated, to feel however you want to make them feel? Because you need to understand your brand, who you are, what you stand for, how you want to be perceived, but also what your goal is and how you want to make people feel. And then based on that, go out there, give, don't expect anything in return, literally come from a place of abundance and see how positive people will react.
1: Great advice. I love that. So Thanks. before we started recording, um, you were mentioning how um, you know, this whole pandemic, how it has affected you. So what are some routines that you practice that have allowed you to be in this space where you are not just surviving but thriving? I mean, you've got a book that came out, you're teaching courses. Your uh, connections are increasing. It's like you're in a different plane, you know, right now. So, (laughs) how are you managing that? You know, what is it that you've done to kind of position you for such growth during this time?
2: Mm. So, one of my biggest strengths
1: is focus and
2: planning, and Mm -hmm. I do believe that this is incredibly important Mm -hmm. if you want to reach your goals, because. I don't know, maybe other people do that in a different way and maybe I'm a little bit of an alien here, but I can only achieve goals when I know what the overall goal is and when I break it down into smaller steps and then when I know what I need to do during one day to achieve my target in seven days, two weeks, one month, three years, 10 years, a lifetime. So understanding that, looking at my strength and what I want to achieve, I literally have a super strict yeah, a routine, a morning routine and day routine. So okay. I wake up at six o'clock in the morning and the first hour is meditation, gratitude exercises, um, manifestation and everything around that. So mm-hmm. I make sure that I literally get out of my head, get into um, setting myself up for the day Because one of the biggest things that I've learned in life is that we look for happiness and balance and content on the outside. So we believe that Mm -hmm. a piece of cheesecake or new shoes or a new car or maybe a new partner in life will, will make us feel happy. And this is why we're always looking on the outside and running after these things and people. And this is why we're never happy. So happiness is something that only or content, joy. Is something you can only create for yourself on the inside. And Mm -hmm. here comes the interesting part. I realized for myself, if I don't create that in the morning for myself, I'll be running around like a headless chicken, like a zombie behind everything and everybody, because I'm like, I need my fix of happiness. So Mm -hmm. once I understood that, I'm like, whoa. So in the morning, I fill up my tank of happiness Mm -hmm. and I... Um express gratitude, I, I literally feel joy, I, um, I look at the things that I take for granted. I know it sounds weird, but it really works. When you go through these positive feelings and affirmations in the morning, fill up your happiness tank, you will start to day totally different, in a totally different way. So I do that. Then I have like a half an hour window in which I have a quick look at my messages, at my emails, and delegate everything that needs to be delegated to my team without working on it. I just have a look. Mm -hmm. Where is what exploding? What needs an immediate answer? Is there a hater comment? Is somebody upset? Is there something that we need to send out immediately? And I delegate everything that is urgent and important. And this is less than 30 minutes. Once I've Mm -hmm. done that, I put the phone away, I put the emails away and everything, and I lock myself away for two hours and I learn. And I learn something that I want to learn, and I learn something that makes me a better person, and I learn something that makes me a better business or, or service provider for my clients. And um, after that, then I have a two hours gap, uh, a window in which I literally work, that means I post on social media, I um, you know, I answer messages, I, I answer WhatsApp uh, stuff, I, I do the things that I can't delegate that I really need to do. Once mm-hmm. I've done that, then I take a break, I do some high-intensity interval training, I have some lunch, and then we already have like 1pm, and between 1pm and 5pm, this is where I go out to the world and have meetings, phone calls, podcast interviews, coaching, Mm. online summits, deals, whatever. And then, um, you know, at the end of the day, I have a look at the day and I evaluate myself. What was good? What was Mm. bad? Did I use my strength? Where do I BS myself? And, uh, you know, then I just, um, you know, spend some time on a balcony, go for a walk. Um, I don't know, maybe listen to another podcast episode, cook for the next day, so this is my routine and I follow this routine super strict for five days um, of the week. And mm-hmm. when you do that over a week, over a month, over half a year, over a year, over two years, three years, you will grow like like in ways that you can't imagine. And mm-hmm. I literally reached a, um, a time and space, a a place right now where I wake up every morning. And I'm like, seriously, is this real. Like, like really, if you told me six years ago that I can be and have and feel the way that I feel today, I would have told you stop drinking in the morning. It's not healthy for you.
1: Mm. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, how many languages do you speak? Cause I know you're not uh, you're in Dubai now, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, how many languages do you speak, and how did you go about speaking uh, the different languages?
2: So I'm German. I'm fluent in German. That's my mother tongue. I think mm-hmm. my English is pretty good by now as well, so mm-hmm. I'm fluent in two languages. I... Speak a little bit of Polish because my parents are from Poland. So I would say I'd understand 85% of what you tell me in Polish. Mm. Um, Answering it is a little bit tricky because I have been out of it for such a long time. And I stopped Mm -hmm. speaking it every day at the age of, I'd say, five but I believe that if I lived a little bit more in Poland, I would, I would massively improve it. And um, French is also another language. I'm good in writing, um, good in understanding. I'd say I understand maybe some like 70% of what people say. And uh, I was also fluent in it because I, that was one of my majors in school. And part of my family also lives in France. But mm. I use it so rarely. It's, I think, worse than my Polish at the moment. But it's such a beautiful language. So, yeah, these are the languages that I that speak, write, and understand. So it's four.
1: That is awesome. And um, manifestation. So you said you work on your meditation, manifestation. So walk us through that. Because many people hear this term, but mm. they really don't understand what that means. So, mm. yeah, this is a great one to yeah.
2: so I worked with a vision board for a very long time and I can't remember who told me about it I it might have been Robin Sharma but I'm not sure so the mm-hmm. idea of a vision board is you literally get a cork board or metal metal board or whatever and mm-hmm. if you could be anything you could be and if you could have and allow yourself and God or the universe or Allah or whoever you believe in a higher intelligence would give you everything uh, and could help you becoming everything how would your life look like this is the angle that you come from and then you take a bunch of magazines and it doesn't matter if it's Forbes or Vogue or um, whatever and every picture that you resonate with that represents a goal. And it doesn't matter if it's, a, um, if it's a spiritual goal or if it's an energetic goal or if it is uh, a, a, a materialistic goal like a car or wearing specific shoes or whatever. You know, Cut that picture out and just literally stick it to that board. This is what I did for a very long time. And then mm-hmm. I took a picture of it and I had that picture on my desktop and I had the picture... Um, on my phone and then I had like literally a vision board in my living room and what I used to do in the past is that after my meditation I would look at the vision board and would look at each and all of these pictures and imagine how it would feel to have all of that to be all of that and in the beginning it's very very hard but if you kind of trick yourself or convince yourself into believing that you already have it and then expressing gratitude for having or being that. I had a few mornings in which I kind of went so much into the zone. And I know this will sound totally nuts for some people. I was sitting there crying tears of joy because I was so happy that I already had and Mm was all of that. And this is how powerful manifestation can be. Um, That's what I did for many, many years. And now what I learned from Dr. Joe Dispenza is the next level of that. So he has created a concept that he calls a mind movie. So you basically take all of these pictures and then create a video out of it. So it's literally like picture of the picture of the picture. And, you know, you watch or have a look at each picture for, I don't know, two seconds or three seconds or something. Mm -hmm. And then you take your favorite song that you absolutely love and uh, put that underneath it. And it doesn't need to be well edited. Nobody else is going to see that movie, just you. But if you watch that movie every day, um, maybe before you go to bed and also in the mornings, you program your subconscious mind and you vibrate on a totally different level. And trust me, that will also have a huge impact on how fast you achieve your goals.
1: I love that because... um... You know, many of us talk about these vision boards and that's something that a lot of people do, but, you know, the actual manifestation is the part that is so, um, uh, powerful and impactful, you know, it's it's taking those those action steps, you know, it's like you have part of a piece of a puzzle, but if you don't know what the whole picture is going to look like, you know, you're going to have problems putting it together, but that manifestation is awesome. So um, this has just been wonderful. I've been taking tons of notes and everything. So um, what do you see next for you? You know, so right now you're doing these things currently, but, you know, what are some things that are on that next uh, level for you in terms of things you want to manifest?
2: So I have been talking about it for way too long and I've been talking about it publicly because I wanted to make it so embarrassing for myself that I finally do it and there was a lot of resistance but hey I finally took that leap of faith I want to become ridiculously funny at what I do so mm-hmm. I do not only want to be a good teacher because people see me as a good teacher I also want to be a great comic I want to mm-hmm. be a great storyteller and mm-hmm. maybe even one day have a, a you know stand up comedy show so oh. I am working like a crazy person on writing scripts, on understanding humor, on, on building afterthoughts, on understanding what kind of comic I am. This is mm. what I'm, you know, investing a lot of time and energy in right now. And I mm-hmm. absolutely love it. And I am super
1: scared about it as well. <laughs> that is awesome. You know, just, hey, taking that leap. And that, you know, is very important for growth. You know, mm. getting out of your comfort zone. You know, for sure. So uh, that's amazing. So, what is the best way for the audience to get a hold of you?
2: Simply reach out to me on LinkedIn because, as you said, I'm a LinkedIn unicorn. I spend mm-hmm. quite some time over there. If you're not on LinkedIn for whatever reason, you can also find me on Instagram. You'll find me mm-hmm. under at think Natalia. And um, yeah, as you mentioned, I have a book. So if there's anything mm-hmm. else you want to know about my crazy life and the person that I became today, um, have a look at Amazon.com. The book is called Personal Branding with LinkedIn. It's available for just 14 bucks, so literally everybody can afford it, or mm-hmm. at least those people that I want to reach. And uh, let me know how you felt and about it and what you thought about it.
1: Yeah, I think it was amazing. It was great. you know. I mean, you definitely have a way of being able to, one, know who your audience is and just saying things in a way that's practical and allows them to, uh, one, remember it, and second thing is implement the strategy. So what is one key takeaway that you want people to get from that book um, that you wrote?
2: Hmm, are so many ideas and you so can tell many us things. more. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm thinking on a meta perspective right now. I mean, okay. in the end, we all have a personal brand, as we know, mm-hmm. since Seth Godin and Jeff Bezos and Tim Ferriss and and Gary Vaynerchuk you have a personal brand. So mm-hmm. instead of still neglecting it or saying that this is trash or I don't want to do it, or whatever, it's incredibly important that you become aware of how you want to be perceived and the person mm-hmm. that you want to be and the legacy you want to leave. Because if you don't answer these questions for you and if you don't work on these things, then other people will tell other people who you are and other people will make decisions for you. And I can mm-hmm. almost guarantee you that these decisions and these answers will not be the best for you and for your full potential. So stop being a passive victim of your circumstances and the opinions of others. Sit down, do the hard and smart work and build that personal brand and through that, the life, the lifestyle and the career that once again, you can have and that you deserve.
1: I love that. That is so good. And I love that point about You know, build your brand because others are going to say what they want to say. So, this way you take the guesswork out. It's like, hey, this is who I am, and it makes it easy. That's just a great tip because uh, I'm sure a lot of people haven't thought about that. You know, if you don't have a way to describe yourself or put it succinctly about what you do, other people will make up stuff and you know, definitely might uh, lose your audience with some of the things that they might say, which doesn't even reflect what you may be even uh, moving towards. So that's a absolutely. Great point. Yeah. Okay. And great
2: remember, point. people Google you or they use any kind of other search engine. And, mm-hmm. you know, Google or Yahoo or Bing or whatever. I mean, the first information that people see, that's your first impression. And it's very difficult to correct the first impression. So do it right from the very beginning.
1: Love that. So uh, what are, uh, what's the key takeaway that you want to share with the audience?
2: Be your flawsome self, be authentic, Mm -hmm. because, I mean, authentic is the new perfect. Perfect is an illusion. Get started. Mm. Do that today.
1: Love that. Perfect is an illusion. That is so true. I definitely know being a mother of 15 because, hey, every day is yeah. not perfect. Oh, come on. You have my
2: highest respect. I have no clue on earth how you do that. Uh, for me, you're just, you're a superstar. You're a rock star. You are, you are from like a planet of genius that uh, oh. is just, I don't know, shining bright somewhere there in the universe. So um, My goes? head is
1: getting bigger now, okay? <laughs> Enjoy it.
2: I fully mean it.
1: Well, thank you so much. This has just been a pleasure and uh, looking forward to um, moving forward and having other opportunities to collaborate with you. I just am so honored that even though amongst all this growth, you ha- still have time for little old me. So I'm so excited about that. So You're not literally, you're huge. And it was my
2: <laughs> honor and I always love your energy and Definitely. There will be a follow-up. There will be a, another way to collaborate. I cannot thank you enough, Lachelle. Thank you.
1: Oh, you are so welcome. Well, you have a wonderful day and keep being (laughs) flossom.
2: Thanks so much. (laughs) And likewise.
1: (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining me on this episode. I really enjoy providing content that inspires and challenges us to be a better version of ourselves. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, please email me at info at You can also reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, or my YouTube channel. If there was something in this episode that resonated with you, it it probably will resonate with someone else. So please share it. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. But those aha moments, those moments of really getting something and changing your perspective are very, very pivotal in having people um, change the trajectory of their lives. And so being able to share insightful information so that other people can grow is the easiest thing that we can do as we pay it forward. So again, I want to thank you all for listening. And if you have time, write out a review. Go to iTunes, Anchor, uh, wherever you can um, find this podcast on any of those platforms and write a review about um, what impact this episode has. Uh, had on you, what you learned, or whatever. Um, Any feedback is great because it just helps me to understand what content is really beneficial for those that are listening. So again, I want to thank you all for your support and taking the time to spend some time with me and my guests, and I wish you a wonderful day. Thanks for listening.